We'd like to express our appreciation to Fool and Scholar Productions for their generous support of Podtails. Fool and Scholar Productions are the creators of a horror fiction podcast set in the Arctic wastes known as The White Vault. Journey north with an international repair team to locate the source of a mysterious signal. Trapped in the White Wastes, the team makes a dark discovery and finds that they might not be alone. What horrors lurk beneath the ice? Find out today on The White Vault. Available however you listen to podcasts. So, tell me about your show. Hey there, my name's Andrea Clausen. I am the showrunner for Me and AU. Me and AU is an online meet-cute about fandom. It follows the course of Kate and Ella, two fanfic writers who meet writing online and slowly develop a relationship that goes way beyond exchanging likes and kudos on each other's work. It's also a show about growing up, about that period in your life as you're sort of transitioning out of college and into adulthood, where it feels like you have tremendous pressure on you to figure out who you're going to be and how your friendships are going to work and what your life is going to look like. It's also a show about... Um, a guy named Tony who's very sad and hunts monsters in the woods. We can be lots of things. Thanks for listening. <sighs> Tony had smoked the cigarette all the way down to the filter and was about to start inhaling that when Garrett stuck his head and shoulders out the back door of the old Yellow Top Cafe. Nelson's giving us free coffee for getting the hikers to delete those videos. A paper cup appeared in view, already stained where Garrett had spilled what had to be another three-shot mocha over the lip. You want me to order you a latte or something? How the fuck? Tony said, flicking the cigarette butt away. Has Bigfoot been running this place for five fucking years without anyone noticing? Dude... If I thought every hipster lumberjack over six foot five in this town was a monster, I'd have to start writing grant applications again, because that'd be one hell of a field study. The guy has under-eye stubble. How did I miss under-eye stubble? Hey, it's like Jody keeps saying, you You only only see see what what you you want want to see. see. Garrett raised his cup in salute, flashing a crooked smile over the lid. The kind of smile that quirked his scarred right eyebrow into a neat little arc and made something in Tony's chest hiccup. Jesus. Speaking of things a guy wanted to see. Sure I can't get you a drink? Uh, I, um... So he hadn't noticed a literal supernatural being making lattes less than a block from his workplace every day. That didn't mean Tony couldn't tell when someone was flirting with him. Hell, At least he'd believed flirting existed for more than two weeks. At least it hadn't taken flirting attacking him next to a dumpster behind Ferrero's family foods to get an awareness of concept. And they'd had a moment, hadn't they? That afternoon when Garrett had... Well, okay, he'd shoved Tony into a bush, but only for his own protection. And when he'd helped him up, Garrett's hands had lingered at Tony's shoulders, even after he'd brushed the stray leaves away. And he'd smiled just like this, warm-eyed and amused in a way that made Tony want another cigarette, but also want to step forward and- Hey, Kate, what are you writing? Ah! Jesus, Stuart. 
Did you take a level in Barista Ninja and forget to tell anyone? Sorry, but I come with a message. The hour of Coffee Geddon is upon us. Uh... It's T minus five until soccer camp lets out, and you know who the first things those moms are gonna do after pickup is hit the drive-thru. No. <laughs> Wait, why do you look so happy? It's my turn to go on break. Here, I'm supposed to give you my headset. <sighs> Jerk. Yeah. So were you writing in your diary? I'm not answering that, Stuart. That means it's a yes, Kate. Have a good break, Stuart. Remember, if they start throwing the coffee, stop, drop, and roll. Episode 1. Welcome to Selkirk. New text post on Thursday, May 21st, from user a cunning plan. Title. Why you should be watching Selkirk. Do you like monsters? Mysteries? Really cool characters who actually seem to care about each other. Lots of real good mountains. Then you need to watch this show. So, Selkirk is this tiny Canadian mountain town that's super remote and hard to get to. It's the kind of place you go when you want to disappear. And pretty much all the residents are former Vietnam draft dodgers, or running illegal marijuana grow ops, or descendants of the kind of religious sects that needed to get the hell out of the old country. Or, they're monsters. Lots of people didn't notice when the monsters started moving in. Most of the time, the nice werewolf who lives down the street is just another soccer mom, you know? But things are going bad in Selkirk lately. Something's attacking people. And 99% of the time, it's killing them. Except for this one guy, Tony Vincetti. Tony survived an attack, which is good. Except it's also not, because the only reason he's alive is because some other old family curse might have dibs on killing him first. We don't really know what's happening there three episodes in, but I'm pretty sure it's complicated. Other reasons to watch Selkirk. One, Jody and Garrett the badass park rangers slash monster wranglers responsible for keeping human paranormal conflict to a minimum, which could be going better. Two, all of the monsters are so great and nice and seem to really care about making a community together, except for whoever's killing people. And the fairies, who are for sure jerks. Three, 
We haven't seen them in an episode yet, but one of the season teaser trailers had werewolf puppies. Four. Maybe intentional chemistry between Garrett and Tony? There has been a lot of touching in the first few episodes. Fingers crossed. Five. Did I mention we're getting werewolf puppies? Hashtag Selkirk. Hashtag Selkirk TV. And post. Text post like by user Ray Gambit. Text post like by user Bird Network. Text post like by user Just Laura. No new activity. No new activity. Okay, just give it time. No new activity. If you've never gotten into fanfiction, I guess it probably sounds a little weird, huh? Going to every movie in a franchise or getting super into guessing the plot of a TV series, that's pretty normal these days. Comic-Con's like a billion-dollar event. Even buying figures of superheroes you're not supposed to play with is kinda mainstream. But if you tell someone that you spent the first week of your last university summer vacation ever writing 50,000 words about those same superheroes working at a flower shop and falling in love after a series of comedic miscommunications, well, sometimes you still get looks. And yeah, going back over that, I guess I could've made it sound a little less weird. Good going, me. Try again. I... Okay. Sometimes you see a movie, hear a podcast, read a book, and it's like finding a home you didn't know you were missing. And you want to be in that place more often. Not that I literally think I'd be more at home in a wizard boarding school. Though, if they asked, I'd definitely go there at the end of the summer instead of back to Victoria to finish my degree. What I mean is, like, it's... It's like being seen. Like somehow this thing you love looked inside you and went, oh, Yeah, me too. And when you feel that way, all you want to do is create something that keeps that feeling going. Something that finds whatever it is in this thing that's speaking to you and runs with it as hard as it can. And in a perfect world, what's great about fanfic culture is you're not the only one who feels that way. In a perfect world, there are all these other people going, yeah, me too, just as hard as you are, and you're all trying to make more and more of that good feeling until there's... No new activity. Yeah, like I said, it's great. Unless the thing you love is a first-season Canadian TV show that only six people have heard of because it's not airing in the U.S. yet. Then, uh, yeah, not so much.
Even then, I think I lucked out when I found Selkirk. Because if I'd loved something else, something that thousands of other people loved just as much, I would have had fun. I would have made friends, and I would have been able to read a ton of great stories. Huh? Text post like by user Hella Enchanted. But <laughs> this way? I met you. Me and AU is a Procyon Podcast Network production. You can find transcripts for every episode of this show, as well as information about our other podcasts, at ProcyonPodcasts.com. Have you got friends, Tumblr Mutuals, or a ship-based Discord server that might enjoy what we're doing? If so, please tell them about our show. Your recommendations make a huge difference, especially to a new podcast like us. This episode was written and produced by Andrea Clausen, that's me, with sound design by Aaron Bauman. Our theme song is by Samantha Jean Rivers, logo by Alex Yoon. The voice of Kate is Philomena. The voice of Tony is Ben Moody. The voice of Garrett is Sam B. Wynn. The voice of Stuart is Huck Malamud. Want to come say hi? Find us on Twitter and Tumblr at me and AUPod. We'd like to express our appreciation to Fool and Scholar Productions for their generous support of Podtails. Fool and Scholar Productions are the creators of a horror fantasy podcast called Dark Dice. The story was originally an RPG game, but it's been turned into a full production audio drama, complete with an orchestral soundtrack. Six travelers embark on a journey into the dead pines to find their town's missing children, but a sinister creature that can take the form and voice of the heroes infiltrates their midst. As it kills and replaces them one by one, can our heroes figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Find out today on Dark Dice, available however you listen to podcasts.